In today's episode of the Optimal CEO Podcast, I'll be sharing a really funny story of a lesson that I learned with a garden experiment. You're not going to want to miss it. It has a really important point at the end that really, really ties into our wellness journey and, and our entrepreneurial journey. So stay tuned as we find out more. Here at the Optimal CEO Podcast, we help CEO entrepreneurs who love taking ownership of their wellness journey because they know it's their most prized investment. And when their state of wellness is at its peak, their income soars. We want to help relieve CEO entrepreneurs from the pressure of unnecessary health exposure so they can be highly focused on growing their business and physically optimize for the journey so they can enjoy getting there. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian Brown, and I'd like to personally welcome you to today's podcast episode. Thank you for joining me. I've got a really funny story to share with you guys. If you've been following me for any length of time, you probably know that I love biohacking, just really trying to make this body a better vessel, make this journey a better journey uh, through life. It's one thing to have quantity of days living longer. It's another thing to have quality days with that quantity. In fact, I would rather have quality days versus quantity any day. Because, I mean, if you look at longevity statistics in the United States, the crazy thing is that you see that we're actually causing people to live longer, but actually quality of life is going down. And that's one of the things that drives me crazy. And that's why I got into uh, functional integrative medicine and biohacking. Through my research recently, in the recent year, I've become fascinated with broccoli sprouts. I know that sounds crazy, but they have a hundred times more of a certain chemical in there than any other cruciferous vegetable. And we know that cruciferous vegetables are healthy. It's, it's actually hard to get some people to eat them because they say, I don't like broccoli. I don't like cauliflower. I don't like kale. I don't like those things. And that chemical is called sulforaphane, Okay. Sulforaphane is a power-packed little, what we call phytochemical, that has a lot of health benefits, especially when eaten raw. In fact, if you ever smell broccoli and it smells like sulfur, uh, that sulfurated smell is actually the gas, the sulforaphane gas releasing from that broccoli or that cauliflower. Uh, some research, researchers say that sulforaphane may help prevent certain cancers or support heart health, help with blood sugar control, especially in type 2 diabetics. Uh, prevent some damage on the skin, help with certain aspects of autism, and protect against uh, brain damage and traumatic brain injury patients, uh, just to name a few. Uh, there's a lot of research going on with sulforaphane and the health benefits of sulforaphane right now. Uh, so stay tuned. I think you're going to start seeing a lot more about that. But broccoli sprouts have a hundred times more sulforaphane than any other cruciferous vegetable that we know of. Now, that's just the setup. The point of this post is this. With all the knowledge I have about broccoli sprouts, plus me knowing that cruciferous vegetables are super high in endo-3 carbamol, and I know that's a mouthful, don't worry about that, just remember it's I3C, and you can get it as a supplement at most of your supplement stores, but I don't like to do that if you can get it from a natural food source, but it's super high in endo-3 carbamol, which is an excellent hormone balancer, so at any point in our age, endo-3 carbamol helps level out our hormones. So knowing all that, I decided to experiment with growing my own broccoli sprouts. 
because you can't find them anywhere. You know, I can find bean sprouts here at this health food store or that health food store. I can't find broccoli sprouts. It's just the geographical area that we live in. I think if I were probably on the West Coast, I'd probably have full access to broccoli sprouts. I just don't have them here. They have to be eaten really, really fresh. So you have to grow them and harvest them on a repeated basis. So I researched it. I learned that you can grow them in what they call a column terrarium. They're just basically stacks of trays, and they don't take up a footprint more than, say, a really small like bullet blender or something like that. I mean, they're, they're tiny. And you can grow these in these column terrariums, maybe a little bit bigger than a blender, but you get the idea. And it's just stacks of these clear trays stacked on top of one another with drain holes all throughout them. And the seeds just lay on the tray and you water them about two to three times a day. So, and they're made specifically for growing any kind of sprouts. So I thought I'd take it a whirl. Well, in my haste, I messed up one of the most important parts of the whole growing process. Now I'll tell you more about that in a minute. That's the funny part. I was super excited that uh, that I'd have a crop of sprouts in about five to seven days, which is what the instructions promised and everything that I'd read online as well. So, uh, you know, fit right in with my research. I was super excited about it. Well, it didn't exactly happen that way. I ended up with a mess on my hand. I mean, a big, giant mess. The seeds turned to rot. They got smelly. They got moldy. And the crop literally looked like the twigs of hair on a hundred-year-old man's bald head. It was really, really sad. You see, the very first thing you have to do with the seeds is soak them. Soak them in water, in a water bath. Well, in my busyness of the day, I totally forgot about the seeds. And if I'm being totally honest, I remembered them at the four-hour mark, which is when they were supposed to come out. But I made the fatal error of telling myself, well, I'll go get them out of the water bath in a minute. And you guessed it, that minute never came. So I'm sure you know what happened next. And you know when I remembered them? Literally the next day. So actually at the 24-hour mark. It was a little over 24 hours, if I'm being totally transparent. And that was the at the point. I looked at them and I thought to myself, well, they look fine. They're not swollen up or anything like that. They're not discolored. I'll just go ahead and drain them, let them air dry like I'm supposed to, and then put them in their terrariums and start the growing process. So I nursed those things all week that week. And all I got was rot and stink and the replica of an old man's twiggy bald head. In my defense, I truly was busy that day, but heck, every day is busy. So why did I drop the ball? Well, I think it boils down to priorities, implementation, and focus. I had read the directions. I knew what was supposed to be done, but I didn't prioritize it. I didn't implement what I'd learned. I didn't make it my focus. And how many times do we do that in business? How many times do we do this in our health and wellness journey? We can read all the books that there are out there on a specific topic. We can make lists. We can set timers, attend this webinar or that webinar, this seminar, that seminar, or conference. We can pay big bucks to fly to conferences and sit under the teaching of the best gurus in the world. We can sit in front of our computer all day and do the same thing. And then we can sit in front of our computer all day and work, do our work. But if we don't make it a priority, if we don't implement what we've learned, 
and we don't make it our sole focus, we end up with stink and rot. Now, I've found that sometimes the ability to prioritize and implement boils down to the lack of focus and sometimes poor concentration and focus. This is especially true for entrepreneurs who juggle so many balls at the same time, uh, all in the same day. And I think it applies to most everybody in life with that same respect. When it comes to issues like this, sometimes the issues start early in life and sometimes the person is been dealing with it for what seems like an eternity. And other times it's a newer issue that's gotten out of hand in the past months. Either way, I really truly think it's a sign that your body's ability to compensate is falling behind. Uh, think of compensation or compensating as kind of like your body is a car, you're driving down the road and you change or adjust your course because you get to a road hazard in the road, you see a road hazard up ahead, so you adjust your course to avoid that road hazard. And then think of it like this, lack of compensation is like following too closely behind that 18-wheeler on the interstate. And I know nobody on this podcast has ever done that. But if you have, you know what I'm talking about. And you can't see the road hazard until it's too late. And then you either hit it or it gets thrown up on your windshield and if you hit it, you could risk having a blowout. If it gets thrown in your windshield, you could have a busted windshield. No, that hurts. It stinks when that happens. Well, that's exactly what happens in life when it comes to dealing with attention, concentration, and focus issues. We can prioritize it all we want. We can try to implement all we want. But if it's all tied to focus, and that focus is tied to some type of imbalance or lack of ability to compensate for what's going on in the body— then I think you're going to struggle. Is it always related to that? No. Sometimes your focus can not be related to a chemical imbalance and you're simply just have too, you simply have too many things on your plate. I call it a spaghetti plate analogy where you can pile enough noodles and sauce and meatballs on that plate to the point where things just start falling off the side. Uh, sometimes it just means you need to learn to say no and you need to start learning to cut back. But other times, and I think a large portion of the time, we actually induce chemical imbalances in our body through the things that we're exposed to. And, and chiefly, that's in large part due to the foods that we put in our body, the, the things that we drink. If you're not properly hydrating, drinking four liters of water per day, you're sinking your ship when it comes to focusing and definitely sinking your ship when it comes to prioritizing and implementing because you're not properly hydrated. If you're eating a carbohydrate-heavy diet and your blood sugar and your insulin is on this roller coaster ride, you will probably feel that emotionally. You'll probably feel that in your mood, and you'll probably feel that in your attention, concentration, and focus. But a lot of times we need to take a deeper look at these things. Those are lifestyle management issues. Sometimes there's chemical imbalances there that we can take a look at with other testing means. I'm putting together a checklist and a self-scoring sheet. Now, the checklist will help you assess where you are right now, uh, kind of like where the road hazards are in the road that you can visibly see up ahead and not wait till they're right up on you and you're blind to them until they hit your windshield or you run over them and have a blowout. Uh, that's what this checklist is for. The self-scoring sheet will help you identify what the potential causes are for those road hazards. 
And then later on, if you want to, we can have a conversation about what you can do about that. But I am putting together this checklist and self-scoring sheet that you can do all on your own. Haven't got quite put together yet. I really want it to be as detailed and thorough as, as possible, as comprehensive as possible. But I don't want it to be so long that it bores you to tears. I want it to be really concise and teased out multiple possible areas for those road hazards that you might have. Think of it as kind of an armchair consultation with me without having to get on the phone with me or come to my office. Now, I'd love to share it with you once it's done. If you'd like a copy of that armchair consultation checklist and self-scoring sheet, my inbox on Facebook is always open. Just message me on Facebook. Say, Brian, I heard you on the podcast. And yes, I want that armchair consultation checklist. Once I get it done, I will absolutely send it to you. Actually, I'll I'll reply back to you then just so you know that I got the message and put you on the list for that. That way you can be on my radar screen and I can actually get that out to you once it's done. So if you have any interest in that, please reach out on Facebook, message me. Again, my inbox is always open. So that's all I have for today's podcast episode. It's been great talking to you and I hope you have an optimal day. This is Dr. Brian Brown, the Optimal CEO, signing off. Here at the Optimal CEO Podcast, we help CEO entrepreneurs who love taking ownership of their wellness journey because they know it's their most prized investment. And when their state of wellness is at its peak, their income soars. We want to help relieve CEO entrepreneurs from the pressure of unnecessary health exposure so they can be highly focused on growing their business and physically optimized for the journey so they can enjoy getting there. 